Well, the total keeps going up, and Dr. Joe Rosazada said to said to me he has to be here on the final day of our fundraiser because he has to tell people why they should donate. But I don't even know if I need Joe's help because, frankly, look what people have done in the last few minutes. We've gotten up to 442 donors. Lori Mermelstein, thank you, Lori. Great to hear from old friends, and thank you so much for still listening, and thank you so much for taking enough pride in this show and this network to donate. Thank you very much. Devaralea Klar, thank you to the Klars. Nachum, to the Klars, you are always the bright-eyed 18-year-old joining us at Cafe Devora. You don't remember Cafe Devora, do you? I don't remember it, but I... You were still in in Iran when we were doing Cafe Devora, right? I guess so. Was there a Jewish cafe in Tehran or not? (laughs) No. No? Not at all. Um... I'm in one of those moods, Joe. Okay, I'm in one of those good, moods. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. I'm in one of those I moods. I like it. I like it. We're going to talk about all the Jewish youth I groups like that it. went on in Tehran on Shabbos Day. No problem. We're no going to talk about all the fun you kids had <laughs> in the old country. Yep. Uh, it was fun growing up there, wasn't it? It's fun enough, fun enough to go through a desert to get out. That's <laughs> how go. fun it was in Absolutely. Tehran. It Absolutely. was so much fun that your parents figured out a way for you and your brother to escape. I tell you my fun day, day in the morning when the, they were trying to like beat us and run after us. And then, oh, we said, you know what, now we're going to have to get back to them. So let's go ring the bell and run away. And we got them. And we felt so good. We it felt worked. so good that we did something. It, it, it ruined their day, right? It ruined That's their day. That's what we thought. That was the fun. Unbelievable. Yeah. How many kosher sushi bars were in Tehran? (laughs) Like you'd walk into, let's say you'd walked into the kosher pizza shop in Tehran. They have a sushi bar as well, or they just limited themselves to kosher pizza? Absolutely not. I didn't even know what pizza was, I'll be honest with you. They don't have pizza in in Iran. No, no. So the first pizza shop you ever saw was a Jerusalem restaurant on Almora Avenue. Absolutely. And they welcomed you there. They did. They did. said, that's the kid from Tehran. Arya was such a good person. Arya was a very good person. I hope he's doing well. He is a very good person. Yeah, yeah. A lot of memories there on Elmore Avenue. Good heart. Yeah. Was that the first time you saw a uh, a video machine, a pinball machine? It's so funny. The next door to it, there was a. Why next a, door? It was, in, it was in the shop. No, I know, but next oh, door, in they, the they also, seating area, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah they right. also, yeah. Yeah. Matis, Matis beat that machine a million times. <laughs> a million times he beat that machine. Anyway, uh, Nahum, as we got into the subject of Cafe Devora, uh, when Mashiach arrives, you and your Ashish Chayel will be in the front row to greet him. Um. Halavai, Takef Umiyad, Mamish, Mamish, Mamish. In order to get a front row seat, first of all, you're a coin. So to get a front row seat, I'll probably have to, again, use your connection. <laughs> no. Maybe StubHub will have good seats. I don't know. But if not, I'm going to have to go to Rosazada route. Are you kidding? That's number one. And secondly, Joe, you think that these uh, wishes will come true? You think I'll be near, near the front? When the, when you think so? Absolutely. I hope Absolutely, so. Absolutely, 100%. You know, I think all about it. 40 years. Every day we're praising Hashem. Every day we're thanking God for Israel. Every day we're thanking God for our Jewish lives. With all the jokes and all the fun we have here, every day we're getting up and saying Modani with the whole world. Absolutely. I told you this last time I was here. I'm telling you, I knew about Israel prayed from your station. I knew a lot of what's happening in the world or in the Jewish world from you. I'm telling you. And, you know, amazing, amazing job you've done. I appreciate that. Gloria Rappaport, 20 times high. Mazel tov. So much enjoy your show. Shabbat Shalom. If you want to give, now's the time, folks, because there's only, well, let's see. There's um, there's eight 
hours and 13 minutes left to the campaign, which really means, according to Joe Rosazada, era of Shabbos time, it's about eight hours and 30 minutes, right? <laughs> Joe would allow you to give after candle lighting if you make it before sunset. Because that's what his Friday is typically like. <laughs> Crazy. Does Rabbi Cohen know that about you, that your Friday is typically like that? It does. It he does. knows that Friday is a very compact day for you. Yes. Yeah. For you to be sitting, look how you're, you're sitting here on edge. For you to be sitting here on a Friday, it's like, it's so difficult for you. Anyway, fjbunity.org. Dr. Joe Rosazada has brought us a special guest who I just found out has a connection to our beloved Camp Missora. Let's hear it for Camp Missora up in Guilford, New York. You still haven't visited Missora yet, have you? No. One day you'll drive up with me. I, I go to. like three, four times during the summer. I would love to. It's a golden opportunity for me and you to just schmooze <laughs> about the status of world jury, Joe. Let's use that opportunity. We'll, we'll make some decisions along the way of what we can do to enhance Jewish lives around the world. Love it. I appreciate that. All right. So today we're here to remind everybody that Rabbi Ariel Cohen is coming to West Orange, New Jersey. Rabbi Cohen is going to be the guest of the Beit Knesset Zichron David, named for Joe's father. You'll hear from Hero Soldier Rabbi Ariel Cohen this coming Sunday night, beginning at 7.30. The address is 37 Buckingham Road. And uh, you are... You've told me during the week that Rabbi Cohen has quite a story to share with everybody, and they can come meet him this coming Sunday night. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, he's such a such a hero, such a sadik from A to Z. Where I could I can't talk more. I can't say more about him, and you know how many lives he's changed, and just by being to my in, in the shul, so many you don't know the connection that he's made to everybody around us. It's unbelievable. So wait a second, is he a West Orange resident? He's not a West Orange resident, but he's in your shul constantly because his. His father-in-law and mother-in-law wow. lived there for a while. So, yeah, and then they made Aliyah. But so I got to know him. Rabbi that. Ariel Cohen, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you. Good I have morning. special regards for you from the Town Council of Guilford, New York. <laughs> They've sent regards to you this morning. I don't know if they're sending a representative Sunday night. That I don't know. <laughs> but I know you have an affinity toward that area of New York State, right? Yeah, beautiful place. After all, it's the home of Camp Missouri. So give us a little perspective here. We've heard about Jewish heroes who are based in the United States who did what you did. Tell us a little bit about your story. Shmini Atzeres, Shabbos here, Sunday Simchas Torah. At some point you decide that you must run to Israel and join your army unit. Tell us about that. Um, yeah, so first of all, um, I'm not a hero at all. Um, well, Joe wrote it on the text. He said Jewish hero. <laughs> I take what he says very seriously. It's the truth. He it's might get truth. me to the front row when the ghoulah comes. It's, I mean, the, it's the truth, 100%. But all right, well, we can yeah. debate your heroism another time. What happened that week? So that week, um, I work as a JLSC rabbi in university. And, and just a word, in all seriousness, because, you know, people love when I, when I take off on Jewish organizations. The OUJLIC program is a gem. It is one of the gems of our community. People like you, couples like yourselves, go to the campus and these kids will be lost without you. That's the bottom line. I know you agree with me. They'd Absolutely. be lost without you. So you're on Brandeis? Yeah. You're on Brandeis University? Interesting. Yeah. Must be a lot of Jewish students there. Yeah. Baruch Hashem. We have a lot of crowd and we're doing um, our best there. How long have you been there? Three years. Wow. Um, Call it a vote. Yeah. So, Shemini good morning um, for your question. We were in shul. Like in Brandeis? In Brandeis. And suddenly one of the workers came around and she um, went to my wife and she said... Uh, Something happened, and I see my wife waving from the um, woman section. She said, I'm outside. So what happened? She said it was a major terror attack, and there were already 30 people who were killed, and they even kidnapped someone. I said, okay, 30 people. 
We heard about this number. Unfortunately, it's not a crazy number. Okay. I went back to Shul and like after like two minutes she came back. It's like it's not the thirty. It's hung with people. So I told her she's she's a Jew lady, um, very nice lady, who knows that we have a family in Israel. So she thought about coming to update us. And I said like when you say hungry people, you include the, all the terrorists with that. And she's like no, it's just innocent people who are killed. I said where do you get this information? Is that CNN? Is that like um like something like is that a verb? <laughs> like are we can we trust it? She the said, la- the lady's trying to be humble. He's interrogating her. Yeah? And she's no, it's Jerusalem Post. I said, oh wow. So we went back to Shul. We stopped the dove and we said to him. And then she continued coming, like come every updates. few minutes, updates the number yeah. and raise up, up and up and up. Um, yeah. And then we were in a situation that we still have two days till yeah. the hug is over. Till Sunday night. Sunday night, and. We like I'm um, collecting information from people um, around, and when Chag is over, we made a phone call to our family to make sure that everyone okay and Hashem everyone were okay. And then I need to make a decision: What am I doing? Am I staying? Or, or as my wife said, where are you more important, here or there? And it wasn't an easy decision to make. Um, we have a very big community over there. They all were like uh, the um, work. The work people like you do on these campuses is amazing. And they all were like. Um, you are my Israeli guy. Like, right. where are you going? Don't leave right. us. Right. Um, and on the other side... When did you go? I'm sorry for rushing this along. When um, did you go? It took me like a um, few days. That week? That one, The week after, October 16, I was on a plane already. And you and the way it works, you have a unit that you know exactly where to report to, right? I have a unit, but the way it works in the war, that um, you change units. All of my but units... they tell you where you're going. So I reached out to my commander. Right. He said, come, we're going south. And, and you were in the southern part of Israel? I was in the southern part of Israel, yeah. And for how long? For three months. For three months? Yeah. 13 Shabbatot? Yeah. In short break in the middle, I came back for Hanukkah and I went back to Israel. So it's not just your students who are concerned about you. Your family here was also, I'm sure, very family, concerned. Family, friends, uh, student Could parents. Could you be in touch with parents. people or not? Yeah, of course. Um, well, th- don't say of course. A lot of soldiers can't be in touch, right? So They're thank God, to. my position, I had I had the ability to bring my phone with. I um, I stayed in, um, place? in that place for a few days, and then I came back to Israel and, like, um... um so were you over, over the border officially or not? Yeah. And how far over the border? To the, to the ocean. Seriously? Yeah. The entire length, the entire width of Gaza. Yeah, it's not so big. It's not right, so like... But, but it's still, when we think about being in enemy territory, you're, it's, it's not an easy... Yeah, all the way. And you are, because we saw videos of soldiers in that area on the beach, and you're with how many other people in this unit? Like, uh, how large is this team that you're traveling with through a war zone? Um... Listen, in the end of the day, there were hundreds of thousand soldiers there in Gaza Strip. Right. Um, my unit is pretty small. I served in a special unit, so um, my unit was very, very small, but like, um, yeah, interesting. And area. what does special mean? What's your, what is your specialty? Um, I'm a sniper. Wow. Yeah. And, and they are very necessary in Gaza. Everyone are necessary. Well, that I get, but snipers, I would assume, you know, you're trying to hit the right people and carry out the correct mission. What was the most dangerous day of your stay there? Um, Every day in a war, it's a dangerous day. In the end of the day, it's a war. Um, We're losing, um, we unfortunately losing soldiers every single day. Including from your unit? Thank God um, we didn't lose anyone. 
my one of my soldiers who sat behind me in the Hummer got shot by a sniper in his neck and believe it or not it was the biggest miracle that I have seen he shot by a sniper in his neck and nothing happened to him like he released from the hospital after two days and if this is not a miracle so what is a miracle yeah well we know who's watching us yeah Rabbi Ariel Cohen is here um how how does one get a sense in your position about whether the war is being victorious or not first of all the the war is victorian um we are winning okay the question is um it's not even a question like we just heard, um um read in two weeks over in the whole world is listening to it the whole world is is like um is aware to what's going on in Israel. But the question is, if we will um, do the effect that was in Kriyat Yamsuf and um, Milchemet Amalek, by the way, it's the same Amalek, right. same guy. Right. Um, that With the um, same need to destroy them completely that we that haven't done in history. After Milchemet Amalek, we had 40 years of quiet till Yoshua. Mm-hmm. Then Yoshua for 40 years, we didn't do anything. So this is a goal. The goal is to let everyone um, live in peace. Like, we, we will never look for a war. Like, you won't find in the history any war that Israel started. The, the price is so great, though. The price is so great. All, all the families that are, are suffering the way, even this week, with what happened uh, up north. Uh, a widow with five children, and this is duplicated God knows how many hundreds and thousands of times throughout Israel. It's so heartbreaking and so painful. It's not, it's not only that. It's any family who lives in Israel, and not in, only in Israel, like family who live here in Teaneck, New Jersey, that their hearts in Israel suffering. Why? Because... I'm glad you believe that, because I, I preach that, and I'm glad you agree with that. Listen, um, the etzara, it's etzara to Israel. Like, Gomorrah speak about etzara. What are you doing in etzara? How do you live your life? Are you gonna, like... Um, A time of great pain. Yeah. A time of great challenge. Yeah. So, we're all in the same travel now. It doesn't, mean we're, it doesn't matter where we live. If we live in Australia, in, in London, or in Israel, we are in the same trouble. Um, because, unfortunately, the people who want to kill us in Israel want to kill us also here. Even in West Orange. Absolutely. I mean, crazy what's you, happening you in West Orange. What, it's, and you hear what's going on in Teaneck. Yeah, but the same thing in West Orange. Same exact thing. Same exact thing. And we're Orange. talking about neighborhoods that have had plenty of Jews. Absolutely. Over the years. It's plenty crazy. of all types and all backgrounds, many of whom love Israel. It's crazy. And then, you know, he, he just had a baby before, you know, like six months ago. So, you know, like he left three kids and boom, just went to, you know. How old is your oldest child? Five. And do they comprehend any of this? Do they, <clears throat> they don't understand what's going on yet? No, their mom told them that Abba went to protect Am Israel. That's it. They have no, and we have no. Well, interest. with that in mind, she agrees that he's a Jewish hero. He may not agree, but his wife obviously does. She is a Jewish hero. <laughs> she is a Jewish hero. She is a Jewish hero. Staying. I, I, I got a report yesterday about what my niece is going through in Israel with her husband of the 19th Shabbatot being away. How many? 12? I don't know how many he was away. It's not easy. I want to tell you another thing. Um, in few, like in 24 hours, we're going to read Parashat Truma. We call it Truma. When I decided I'm going to Israel, I post on the WhatsApp group that I'm going to Israel. Less than 24 hours, my whole basement was packed till the ceiling with donations mm. that people sent me. You got to hold a Joe, huh? The Amazon <laughs> truck was unloading my house for two hours. Yeah, it lives in front day. of the Rosada house, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> um, the chesed that I saw and the support that we got 
from people all over the world. I saw people who lived here in New Jersey, in um, Maryland, people who has a lot of money who can spend their winter break in Hawaii or whatever, traveling to Israel to stand the whole day flipping hamburgers for um, soldiers and then washing the dishes. Right, or picking cucumbers or, or, picking cucumbers or gathering cucumbers clementines or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, I, there's no doubt there's a tremendous amount of chesed going on and the need is so great. Um, what can I say? It's not every Friday I get to meet a Jewish hero. Usually Joe is the greatest <laughs> hero that I meet. He isn't very much hero on a typical Friday. No, 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 no. How did you first meet uh, Dr. Rosazada? How did you? How many years ago was this? You were. You, he says your in-laws were in West Orange. Is that how you first met? Seven, eight years. Seven, eight years. Right. Ago? Yeah. yeah. And immediately you, you understood that he's one of the uh, champions of no, Fesed. No, 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 that's not true. That's not true? No. He, he adopted Holy me. cow, we've been getting no. terribly inaccurate absolutely, reports. Absolutely, absolutely. This is awful. I can't believe it. We've been painting you as this great <laughs> Fesed man. That's not true. Anyway, not Rabbi true. Cohen, what can I say? Anybody who wants to meet a Jewish hero, and don't argue with me now, because I'm still on the air. You can argue with me once I leave the air. Anybody who wants to meet a true Jewish hero... Um, it's happening, is it 37 Buckingham? 37 Buckingham. 37 Buckingham in West Orange at 7.30 on Sunday night. Yes. And Rabbi Cohen will be speaking about all this and giving details as much as, as he's allowed to about what he's endured the last few months, mainly in Israel. Are you uh, back in Brandeis? Are you... Uh, yeah. How are things up there? You don't know how college many... campuses are not easy these days. Especially in Boston, the Moscow, yeah. the Moscow um, college student who targeted by um, all the nice people are in Boston. Because thank God, it's in College Town, USA. Thank God, in Brandeis, um, we're good. Not hundred percent, but we're um, much better than in Harvard, MIT. BU. Is there a friendly president in Brandeis? He's a Jew. It, okay, I'll ask again. <laughs> Is there a friendly president in Brandeis? Um, yeah. Yeah. for that. I wasn't so involved because I was in a different place. Right. Yeah. But I'm sure you were monitoring or at least hearing what's going on back here. Yeah. But also, you understand that the, the kids that he's changed, you know, like they're they're yeah. literally like, you know, you, coming to Minion so much more. And don't forget and, his wife. And 40 people, 30 people for Friday night yeah. dinner. And, and it's so nice to see, so nice to hear. And then I don't know if you saw this, the, the most famous WhatsApp that he sent. <laughs> he sent this WhatsApp to his... Oh, the video. The video he sent. The Arab Shabbat video. That you asked one thing, that people should be mitpalel, that people should pray. That was the one thing you asked, right? I asked, and, and pray seriously, like take it seriously when you pray. Um, very short story. Yeah, I sure. was on the border of Gaza, and my wife texted me, since you left, we're having a hard time to get a minion. Can you send some chizuk to the student? So I sent this video. I didn't even look on this. I didn't watch this video till nowadays. I sent, sent to my wife, and that's it. This video had over, like I don't know, like 3 million views in this website and 2 million views in Instagram or whatever. And people connected me and they said, since I saw your video, I started to put film again. Since I saw your video, I'm davening. I go to Marv. I stopped going to Marv. So it was, it was worth it. And I don't have social media. I don't have Facebook, Instagram, all of that. I just send a short video. You're to on a life. college campus without <laughs> social media. <laughs> See, believe it or not. Um, one Shabbat, I'd like to go with, uh, the, my wife and I would like to go with your wife and you to visit the cones and Brandeis. You, you gotta know, do it. First of all, the Rosazadas need a break. 
every Shabbat they're they're helping four million people and they, they never get a minute to breathe. I've been to their house. Joe sleeps from like one a.m. to four a.m. shop this morning. Like that's the extent of it. So he needs a little bit of a break, and that would be a nice vacation. Please come. I'd like the seagulls and the rosasadas to come. Maybe we'll actually inspire your students a little bit. You know, I'll talk a little bit about the whole you know please be our situation. Guest. You know, I would love to tell a couple of jokes. You know, <laughs> I could be funny. Anyway, can we pull that off? Absolutely. Was that the shem? It has to be during the during the school season. Yeah, we could. Me and you could go, and Ariel could run the shul and everything else in West Orange, and we'll be good. No we'll problem. do a little. We'll do a little exchange program. No problem. No problem. Anyway, Rabbi Ariel Cohen, what can I say? Can a sniper? I'm being serious. This is not a joke. Can a sniper sleep at night while they're in the in Gaza, or you really have to be? so focused 24 hours a day that, that if you doze off for a few minutes, that's that's an accomplishment. I can just say that every sniper has an assistant. There are two people? Yeah. Like a team? Well, and is there a degree, a certificate that one must get to become a sniper? Like, is there a certain, I don't know, level of expertise you need to achieve that where the Army recognizes you as a sniper? Yeah, you need to be chosen to be a sniper. Not everyone can do it. And is that subjective or there's like a course where you... Of course. It's a course. Of course. A very long one. Seriously? Yeah. Costs a lot of money. Wow. Yeah. I would assume your eyesight's phenomenal. What was that? 2020? Never required glasses. Joe, you and I would not be able to be snipers. No, no, no. For a variety of reasons. <laughs> but we also wear glasses, so forget it. I have, I have, I have, tr- I had trouble reading that, uh, that paragraph to name my grandchild yesterday. I was like, oh my gosh, I take off my glasses, leave them on, you know. But anyway. Right, Cohen, we hope to visit you at Brandeis. I hope that thousands of people crowd the shul Sunday night. In order to meet you at 37, is it Buckingham Road? Buckingham Road. Buckingham Road, 37 Buckingham Road, 7.30 p.m. This coming Sunday night in West Orange, New Jersey. And Dr. Joe Rosazada guarantees that you will be inspired by Cohen's story. Absolutely, 100%. 100%. Thank you. What's the plan for today? Today, a lot of chesed to be done. Yeah, I've got to go to the hospital, I'll go to the Kessler. Yeah. A lot of people in need, Joe. There really are. It's more than ever. More and more people more that I ever. know are coming forward to me telling me about the terrible situations that they're in. More than ever, I'm telling you. And now I'm getting worried because Purim and Pesach are approaching. Yeah, more than, I'm telling you, more than ever. More than ever. People are losing houses, believe it or not. I'm just, you know, right and left, I'm getting phone calls from here. And you know what the problem is? I'm not going to say anything about myself, but I'll use you as the example. You, you, you would love to solve everyone's problem. Yeah. That's the problem. That's true. You don't know how to set boundaries. It's true. You would love to be able to just solve everyone's problem. Yeah, just like a snap. I would love it, I'm telling you. And soon, I mean, I know we're only in Adar Aleph, but soon in Nissan we're going to start our annual Chesed campaign where I just am trying to make people aware that they have to remember that there are people in very difficult situations. It doesn't have to be financial. It could be other situations. Absolutely. And just do something nice for other people. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And the truth is that someone like yourself who would love to solve everyone's problems in a snap of a finger needs to remember that also, that sometimes a small gesture goes a long way. Yeah, absolutely. So. It really does. It really does. How did we get into such a complicated world, Dr. <laughs> Rosazada? Hashem puts us here for the test. He could have left test. us in Tehran yeah. without any of these problems. All we would have to have done is try to survive day to day. We went about all these initiatives and chasadim and shuls to worry Listen, about. We went for, about the, for, <laughs> for the first time, I'm worried to live in West Orange and Tinek, I'm telling you. Well, it's, it can't be as bad as Tehran. No, but... But like, these people, the way they're talking, it's just its ridiculous. Really ridiculous. You know, Rabbi Cohen, you know what my father would say? The great Rabbi Zev Siegel of blessed memory. 
You know what he would say? Sometimes it's better that you that you hear what's coming out of their mouths because you know who your enemy is. Mm. You don't have to wonder what people are thinking. If there's one thing this war has shown us, and again, I don't know how close you were able to follow this uh, in October, November, and December because you were in Israel. As difficult as this war has been, we have been given the luxury of discovering who are our friends and who are our hateful enemies. And there's some advantage to that. Would you agree? Absolutely. So, even on your own campus, now you probably know who you can rely on and who is out there to make trouble for everybody. Student come and say, we, are, we lost friends. Oh, of course. We saw But they also have clarity now as yeah. to who they should hang out with and who they shouldn't hang out with. Absolutely. And that's, uh, that is a little bit of menucha, right? I'll, I'll tell you, it's not a secret that all of the Shuvim who are around Gaza that were injured, they're all one piece with the Gaza. They're right. all one. Like, their dream they, is they, like to go do shopping in Khan Yunus. Right. They are what we can refer to as peaceniks. But they, they, like we, were taught a very important lesson that day. Correct. Yeah. Well, there you go. Thank you. The debate. This will continue at my Shabbos table tonight. Tehran versus West Orange. <laughs> this will continue tonight. Aye, aye, aye. We should get the mayor of Tehran to debate the mayor of West Orange. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> uh, Dr. Rosazada. We're so over time at this point, I don't even uh, feel the need to wrap things up. I may as well just sit here and schmooze for a while. Yeah. Our final thank yous of the morning for our um, 40th anniversary campaign. To, oh, man, a lot of people over the last t- t- couple of minutes. Uh, thank you to uh, Gloria Rappaport. Thank you to Susan and Michael Odinsky. Thanks, Nachum, for all you do from West Hempstead, New York. Thank you. Oh, and formerly from Elizabeth. Everyone's moving out to West Hempstead. Joyce Goldfarb, thank you. Mavis Rosenstein, thank you. Dunn Fuchs, thank you. May you continue to provide essential services to Clyusrael. Ken Winkler, thank you. Thank you for all you do. Wishing you a meaningful and peaceful Shabbat and peace to you and yours and all of Israel. Helen Urowitz, thank you. In honor of Nahum Siegel's wonderful programming that we enjoy in Israel. Wow. Joe, you can help me with this name. Tarena Rehanian. Is that a Persian name? Or? Rehanian. Is Rehanian. Persian. Yeah. Thank you for all you do for Am Yisrael. <laughs> Your Persian listeners. There you go. Wow. I never thought that we'd uh, that the Persian part of the, yes, of the audience would be relying on. There you go. <laughs> I thought you were the exception. No, no, no. Rabin. Oh, yeah. Dr. Rabin Rosada. You think Dr. Joe Rosada is a big deal. Dr. Rabin Rosada yeah, is absolutely. off the charts. After all, he's the one who led the operation through the desert. Yeah. You were a tag-along. Absolutely. He, 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 he was the yeah, offensive absolutely. line. <laughs> he navigated. Absolutely. He nav- Thank you, Mr. Military. Thank you for this. <laughs> I needed your help with that one. He navigated, as Ryan Cohen says, he navigated you through That's the desert. Right, for sure. How many miles do you think you traveled through that desert? Give me an estimate. I don't know. I'll ask Ryan Cohen. He knows the map of the Middle East. I have no idea. But could it have been hundreds of miles? No, I think probably, no, probably less. 50 miles? At least 50, I think. Man. And by the way, for those wondering, your parents paid someone to get you out of your own. Yep. Man. Yep. I know that all parents sacrifice for their children, but boy, the Being lessons the that you were everything. taught. Yeah. And then your father comes here, uh, starts a business. No, nothing. He never worked here. What do you mean? You yeah. talked about schlepping carpeting. Me and my brother. Not my father. My father had a heart problem. So did he? Did he how did you know what to do? <laughs> we just figured it out. Me and my brother, yeah, my father was in the hospital. He couldn't, he, he couldn't work, he couldn't do anything. 
Yeah. But was he in the carpet business in Iran? No. What business was he in in Iran? He, first, he had a talk of restaurants. He had before the revolution. He had a restaurant that he served alcohol, and the night of revolution, they burned his restaurant down because he served alcohol. So then he then he went to clothing business in Shiraz, like you know, cloth business. Yeah, and what we call textiles. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. Boy, did we abandon the Shah. <laughs> Well, you probably, you probably taught that a million times, yeah. so we abandoned the show. Absolutely, absolutely. Peter and Fran Cohen, we've been listening to you since the start of your show. Please keep up the great work. You help to keep Claudia Stroll in our minds. You are blessed, boy. It's worth it to do the fundraiser just to hear what people think about it. And we got the 450 donors, which is one of my goals for today. Thank you. Thank you to everybody. Uh, it's been 40 amazing years, and the one commitment we have is to try to do another 40. Joe said to me off the air, he said, you know, Nahum, you're probably good for another 10. I said, no, Joe, I'm going for 40. Remember when, you, remember when you and I had this argument? You said I could probably only do another good 10 years, and I said I'm going to go for 40. Remember that? No. You don't remember that conversation? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Rabbi Cohen would like me to get up to Brandeis before the 10 years are up. He'd like me to get, he wants me to get up there while I'm still relevant. 120 years, is that the shame you're going to be here? <laughs> Rabbi Cohen, you're going to be introducing me to students who are 40 years younger than me, who will not know of any of the impact I might have had in the Jewish world. I will be up there. It will be the biggest blow to my ego. Thank God my friend Dr. Joe Rosado will be there to prop me up. And he'll be able to give me a little chizuk as I go through that humiliating experience at Brandeis. <laughs> no response, Rabbi Cohen? <laughs> he agrees with everything I said. <laughs> By the way, I got authorization from the board of the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. I'm allowed to use $10 of the fundraising money for cough medicine. If it finally gets rid of this thing that I've had since my Cohen got back from Israel. That's how long I've had this. I've had this, I think, since January 1st. Dr. Rosada, you're a doctor. you have anything you can prescribe for me? That's what I've been. That's what I've been. Talk. I should ask a real doctor. You're there right. You I should ask a Absolutely. real, real medical Absolutely. authority. Absolutely. I mean, what am I doing sitting here asking you? It's ridiculous. <laughs> Anyway, all kidding aside, everybody, yeah, everyone out there knows what I think of the Rosazada family. Thank you. Did you hear about all the Siegel uh, smachot? Baruch Hashem, so nice. Yigal's uh, youngest child just got engaged. In fact, if you're in Israel before Pesach, we might be in Israel together for the wedding. You never know. It's possible. Uh, last week, my uh, brother and sister-in-law in Staten Island married off their last child. Oh, wow. Mazel tov. So that was a tremendous symptom. And then I don't know if you heard. But about a week ago, I had a grandson. I don't know if you heard. I know that. (laughs) So I was telling you, I I did something very, very important yesterday. And I know there's a war, and I know that there might be other more important things, but I think Joe will agree, especially after coming from Tehran to New Jersey. I think you'll understand the impact of this. Um, There are... There are... um, There are people who have priorities when a baby is born. They want to make sure... That from the beginning, from the very, very start, you want to make sure to instill the proper values in that child, right? From sure. the very, very beginning. Benjamin was joking with me how he's already started uh, teaching him his bar mitzvah parsha. <laughs> but he was only half kidding. Like, he understands the value of, For you sure. know. So yesterday, I walked into the bris with one of the most important things on this topic. It was, uh, it, you know what a onesie is, Joe? Have you ever seen one of these things? Call them a onesie, right? <laughs> yeah. You have a brand new baby, Rabbi Cohen, a onesie. And the onesie says on it, Grandpa says I'm a Yankee fan. 
<laughs> so I was a little upset that he didn't wear it for the actual brisk, but okay. But you see that I'm on top of the important That's things. That's very important. I mean, come That's on. Important. When very you came important. from Tehran, you didn't even know what the Yankees were. Yeah, now you, you I knew just... what the Mets were because they were doing so well in 80. I told you this already. Oh, that was the That's whole because... Mets thing. <laughs> So that's what I'm worried about. My Mechutin is a Met fan. Uh, yeah, I said, yeah. if I don't get on this immediately, uh, I don't risk. Yeah. My Mechutin says to me, wouldn't it be funny after all these years if this was our first fight? <laughs> Whether he's a Yankee fan. <laughs> anyway, it's all in good fun, folks. Oh, you know, you know, in the long run, I couldn't care less. Absolutely. But, hey, you know, got to have some fun with all My baby has a uh, Wednesday who says, in Hebrew, it's like Maccabi Tel Aviv when oh. it says, Kvutza ve'aba lo machlifim. Like, you're not like, um... You don't exchange. You don't, you don't uh, what's the word? You don't abandon your team, you don't abandon your, your father, right? I love that. <laughs> yeah, Maccabi Tel Aviv. Those were the days. Did you hear about them in Tehran? No. no. You weren't aware of Tal Brody or Mickey Berkovich or Arrowesti or any of those guys? Nope. Or my Cohen knows who I'm talking about. Yeah, of course. You know the famous story with Nahum Siegel and Ashdod? No. In 1980, I'm walking in Ashdod, and um, yeah, those were the days when a teenage kid could actually go somewhere and not report to their parents where they were, you know. <laughs> I'm literally walking as a 15-year-old there, and um, and I pass two young girls who are on the street. I'm walking, and they pass me, and as I pass them, one says to the other, Thierry, Olsi Perry Alavan. <laughs> a white Olsi Perry. Alsi Perry in those days was the Israeli basketball star. This was after Tal Brody. You know, Tal Brody had retired already. Yeah, okay. Rabbi Cohen, I'm just trying to prove to you that I know the important things about Israeli history. <laughs> you might be a sniper who's looking, who's looking for the enemy who's trying to kill me. I'm, I'm keeping you up to date on the sports information. All the important things. The stuff that they didn't teach Joe Rosazada in Tehran. He had to come all the way to America to hear about these things. Anyway, there you go. Um, that's our show for today. Amazing. That's it. Candle lighting at 5.11. Uh, Joe has made a commitment that he will be in shul by 5.30. No, I have to be there a little bit earlier. 5.20? Yeah, but that's a shot. About 5.20. 5.20. He'll be there in, uh, in West Orange, New Jersey. Uh, and thank you to Rabbi Cohen. 7.30 Sunday night. Go and meet Rabbi Cohen. You'll meet a real Jewish hero, even though he's probably going to argue with you the way he was arguing with me earlier this morning. And if you haven't given yet to our anniversary campaign, Joe Rosazada says the following. There's seven hours and 45 minutes left. According to Joe Rosazada time, there's seven hours and 55 minutes left. And you've got to get in your donation today. That's it. Because as much as we will reluctantly accept your donation next week, we will do it reluctantly. We will not do it. We will not do it unreluctantly. So please, if you want to be on the unreluctant side... Make sure to donate today at fjbunity.org. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and Alchemsingle.com, and the Alchemsingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app.